What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Helping a lot. Yeah. Life continues. Yeah. Life continues. Now, yesterday we were doing our morning show in the middle of the uh, the prep for the uh, the launch, the space launch. And I went, after we finished, I went downstairs last night and I put it on the TV and I was watching and everything went well. Although it was dark and you really couldn't see anything, but uh, ev- everything went well. All went uh, according to uh, according to plan. They're now traveling at 27,000 miles an hour to reach the space station. How close are they? Uh, I think it's kilometers an hour, by the way. Just, Is it kilometers? Just, uh, okay. I, what they were showing last night was kilometers. I see. Um, okay. So I'm assuming that's what it... Uh, but let's see. That was 12. They're probably... They're most of the way there. As you said, it's probably about a 17-hour journey. So they're... they're they should be situated within two kilometers of the station right now. And I believe they're two kilometers behind the station. And um, here in a few hours, they're going to attempt a uh, docking procedure, I think. And if, uh, if it's as exciting as it was the last time, you know, I no, thought it was going to be as – what's that? They should have already done that. It's 17 hours. 12 would have put it at 3 in the morning. I would put well, it at 9, pull 10. Up, it should have already happened. Pull up the uh, the NASA channel and see if uh, see if they're on it. Because if it goes as smoothly as it, as, as it did the last time, I thought that that was I thought that was crazy. Because he, here they are, and I'm I'm thinking it's as simple as how it's going to be here on uh, on the surface. And you get somewhere, you you dock with it, you equalize the pressure, you open the door, and that's it. It took these guys like four hours to to open a door. Yeah, I did look at the actually when we were recording earlier. I did actually look at it, um, and uh, earlier they were just. It was showing Houston and uh, Florida, uh, both command centers, and it was just kind of like a uh, zoomed out, you know, kind of overview of the the area. Nobody was talking, nothing was going on. All the staff weren't there. It was, you know, skeleton crew, if you will. So I'm assuming at that point it already happened. I, I haven't seen any reports on that. Let's see, okay, so it, it lifted off at 7:30 yesterday. Correct. Uh, Eastern. Correct. Uh, where does that put it at? Yeah, it should have happened like an hour ago, two hours ago. Okay, so if there, what's what's the actual cha- is the channel online? Is it actually showing something? Uh, let's see if I can find if the, uh, SpaceX has theirs up, but it's showing footage of a cloud cover. It looks like same thing with NASA. So anyway, uh, all right, I tell you what, if it's uh, if it's five hours live in five so hours yeah okay all right so i tell you what uh we, we will uh we'll continue on with that and we'll uh we'll talk about that tomorrow morning anyway uh so milwaukee health department right which we've heard about which we're doing tech stuff today so we'll, we'll talk a little bit of politics this morning Good morning gp how are you this morning oh fantastic nice to see you uh this <laughs> you this morning yeah did you have good, did you have good breakfast i had yes uh frittata a frittata, okay. What's a frittata? Uh, fried cheese, basically. Fr- fried cheese for breakfast. Interesting. You California folk, man, you never disappoint me. You never. Dis- <laughs> I tell you what. You know what? I was going to talk about Milwaukee. We'll do See, that. In I can talk about the olives too. But okay. What kind of olives? 
Black Calamari. and green. Oh, Calamari. Yeah, olives. okay. All right. All right. Yeah, good olives. Since you're here, let's just jump right into it. California. San Francisco is considering a bill to find people for smoking in their private apartments. Mm-hmm. So in the era of COVID, I mean, can you imagine somebody lives alone in their apartment, right? They're, they're a complete sheep. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing all this mask, wearing a mask in their own home, stuff like that. Are people mm-hmm. actually, I, I heard, I've heard of this. Are people smoking through their masks? Is that yes. actually happening? They are. I've actually seen it and I've died. It, it oh makes my me laugh. God. It's hilarious because you can literally see how far their breast spreads when they're <laughs> blowing, exhaling out of these masks and you're literally walking through it. And it's it's a visual that should clue you in that how well and effective these masks are because they're exhaling and I'm talking especially the vapors. Oh my god, they crack me up because you can see a wet spot on their masks if they oh, were doing the plot, the that little is, paper oh. ones, yeah, or a light colored one. You could see it, but and I guess they don't notice. But as they're exhaling, this gigantic cloud of their vapors have it just goes everywhere. And if that's going everywhere, then you know if they're contagious that they're spreading the virus just as well, right? I mean, logic it's, awesome. would, it's a great visual. Lo- logic would dictate that, yeah, sure. But uh, I, I mean, it's it's just it's lunacy. You know, I saw an article the other day. It was a joke article, but it was um, it was out of the Onion. You know, one of those satire mm-hmm. pieces. Oh yes, yes, yes. And it it said that uh, Governor Gavin Newsom says that they're going to, or says he's going to allow restaurants to open back up to anyone who wanted to uh, partake in those services, outdoor dining only, if they would move all of their services and set up all of their tables in the median of the 101 freeway. Yeah. Well, you know, here... (laughs) Wouldn't surprise me if that was legit. Yeah. It it wouldn't surprise me at all. And I don't think, and I think some business people are so desperate that they would actually think about doing it i'm serious did you yeah. have you seen I, our outdoor restaurants have you seen have you seen i have not of our outdoor restaurants? i have not I, it's my understanding okay. it's my understanding mm-hmm. that a lot of places in in california have not reopened at all at all no, as in like true. as true. in like I, i'm not talking about businesses i'm not talking about that i'm talking about as in they haven't actually lifted any of the lockdowns san francisco really hasn't mm-hmm. lifted anything since the start yep they're just uh, squeezing us and squeezing us. But our our restaurants, what they're doing is you can't eat inside, okay? This is an enclosed because it's an enclosed environment. So what they do is outside they set up a giant tent that's enclosed and basically put in all the tables and chairs. So and okay. there is no difference between outside dining here and inside dining. I, it kills me. I'm just in utter shock. It's about control, though. Yes, it's all about control. Well, getting with uh, keeping with the uh, the smoking thing. Mm-hmm. So they've banned smoking in public, apparently, in San Francisco. San Francisco is now considering a ban on smoking in your own home. Mm-hmm. Now, that's if you live in an apartment. They haven't said anything mm-hmm. about private residences yes. in like, you know, owning your own home. But um, you know, if you're living in an apartment, uh, Re- Reason reported that the uh, city's board of supervisors are considering a bill that voted Uh, and voted last Thursday to advance it. The bill would ban smoking inside private dwellings located in apartments with three or more units. The bill wouldn't apply to just tobacco products with known secondhand concerns. It would also ban marijuana and even vaping in private dwellings. The San Francisco, yeah. The bill sponsor, Supervisor Norman Yee, said in a tweet that the goal of the bill was to, quote, help residents avoid being exposed to secondhand smoke in their own homes. Smoke or... easily moves between units and buildings. Now that more of us work from home, it's more important than ever because there's no way to contain it. You know that it's just they don't want their buildings stinking when they take over. Really? No, I'm just kidding. 
totally being say, facetious. I, I'm I having an say, onion moment. I'm totally having an onion moment here. You're having an onion moment. No, it's, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because we talked about the hotels. They've moved the bums yes. into five-star hotels. Yes. In That's just to, to tear them down and get a you know, total government. Um, uh-huh. And who's going to have those right contracts? Off. Who's going to who's going to mm-hmm. make those contracts? Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yep. San Francisco currently bans smoking in the enclosed common areas of multi-unit buildings already. Yee's proposal extends this to the interiors of those buildings, private homes, as well as balconies and patios. Residents would be first sent warnings for violating the ban, should it take effect. Then they could face fines for up to $1,000 for violations, though they would not be subject to eviction. Uh, San Francisco faced a $1.7 billion budget shortfall this year. Gee, I wonder why. Uh, Mm -hmm. because you're a big handout city. Uh, The city routinely faces budget deficits. Gee, I wonder why. During the first year of the ban, the Department of Public Health would also require a, uh, would be required to run a multilingual and culturally responsive public information campaign to raise awareness of the smoking prohibition and (laughs) concession resources. Oh my God. Every time I think, all right, you know what? Maybe this will actually knock some sense into people out there as in like they'll, they'll come to reality. It's just more and more and more. It, they it, they just take and take and take. They they never they never backstep on anything, do they? So it's like they they create something, as in like they pass the bill to legalize marijuana. Oh, but you can't smoke it in your home. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm actually not against this because I honestly I don't like smelling smoke. I don't like being around marijuana smoke. I mean, my God, have you smelled some of the marijuana? I, I drove past uh, a couple of a uh, couple of Yahoo kids that were on skateboards. Uh, I think it was a few months ago that were smoking going up the street. And I'm telling you, I had the windows up and I could smell it. I could smell it. I mean, I, I, welcome I, to California because that's mean, what it smells God. like 24 seven. You showed this me the 24 seven. You showed me the fields. That well, they, not just the grow. fields. I'm talking everybody smoking it. You can smoke it on the streets. Oh, everybody's smoking on the streets. But so you this got, is racist. How, what? What? So <laughs> if you look at it, are you going academic, you got a, Bruce? Is that you what got you got a double? No, no. He, got a du- he got a double what on this one? No, no. Seriously, did you if take you a look hit at the before numbers you dec- before you said that? If you, if <laughs> you look at the numbers, uh, more blacks smoke marijuana per capita than any other ethnicity. So okay. you're trying to tell me? Okay, so th- this so this racist. includes. Yeah, but this includes everything, though. This includes cigarettes, this well, tobacco products in general. Uh, it includes marijuana. It includes vapes. So you're yeah. telling me in the low-income housing projects, they're going to stop smoking in their places? I don't think so. I mean, they're not going to, no. But my point is, is um, this was specifically about marijuana, specifically with marijuana, um, according to the, the charts I'm seeing here from 2010 to uh, 2016 is the most recent it would show. Blacks are disproportionately per capita more. I mean, I mean, the numbers are huge, right? The we're, we're talking. You're just talking statistics here. You're just reporting on the statistics. Yeah. Statistically speaking, the black community smokes marijuana about four times more prevalent than the other ethnicities combined. So, I mean, it's it's racist. Now, are these are these dispensary sales numbers that we're we're pulling this data from? I'm just curious. This is uh, no, these are these are San Francisco. This is from their legislator. This is it's from their legislator. um, It's a ledger. Yeah, I got you. All right. Yes. All right. Okay. so moving right along. Hang on. Uh, Just to clarify, that was uh, Uh arrests. Oh, that was that they were was doing on criminal involving okay. arrests. Okay, yeah, so it was you. criminal. All right. Yeah. All right. So moving right along, you guys know we have a disputed election, right? Are, were you aware of that? That 
Disputed? What? I thought Biden yeah. won. What, oh, you mean Joe Jorgensen yeah, well, didn't win? No, no, I'm I'm sorry. No, he didn't. Um, or she, 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 she she didn't. I'm sorry. She. Okay, where were all the feminists when you know that she's the only female running? And last we had to hear what Hillary was. We need to get a woman in office. We need to get a woman in office. Mm-hmm. Where were those mm-hmm. votes? Where uh, were those? They, they weren't there. They weren't there. GP. They were they were voting for Biden that day. But. More to the oh. point, more to the point, We, you guys also have to understand, we have a pandemic that is just raging out of control. It is red hot. We don't know what's going to happen with it. We've never seen anything like this before. According, I mean, that's a quote from my governor from Ohio. Never seen anything like this before. And, mm-hmm. and we just don't know what we're going to do. Now, as you guys know, that the fact that there is a disputed election, there are going to be some recounts in, in some, of these, some of these states. Well, one of the states just happens to be Wisconsin. And Milwaukee Health Department shuts down... Uh, account the vote rally that they had. A bunch of Trump people were hanging out outside the mm-hmm. place where they were supposed to do the actual recount. And they can't have people out there in support of this because it's just it's a gathering. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We, we can't have this. Milwaukee Health Department shut down a pro-Trump rally Saturday at Serb Hall after roughly 1,000 attendees did not comply with social distancing rules. A violation of the city's public health guidelines amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The health department showed up when officials asked the group to sit down they stood up and chanted USA, the gall of those people, the gall of those people that were. In the, do, do you see how much these people don't care about human life? Do, do you see how many people they're willing to endanger just to go out there and rally? I, I was actually leaning more towards how the government doesn't care about your constitutional right to peacefully assemble. But yeah. maybe the protesters needed to be out there with BLM signs and Antifa signs. And maybe well, they no, needed to peacefully the virus, protest. The vi- well, there wouldn't have been any virus. Well, there. okay, let's do this. What? Why couldn't they stand all six feet apart and cover a larger area? It's a fair point. I, I'm uh, not going to argue a, with that. That is a fair point. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, video footage showed Serb Hall's general manager, Nicholas Alito, telling the crowd to take their seats. The city of Milwaukee, this is a quote, the city of Milwaukee is here. I'm not going to lose uh, I'm not going to lose our license. I will stop the rally if you don't sit down, he said. Moments later, said- a man appeared and tried to take the microphone from Alito. But when he stepped back, the manager fell to the ground. It was a physical altercation, you see. Several attendees then gathered around to help him up on his feet. The health department worked with Mr. Alito the day before the event to explain what the rules were. Rules for a rally. And what the potential there are rules for a rally. There's no rules for a protest. Must understand. Oh, as long Rally as it's has be, rules. Long as, as it's long as it's as long as it's safe and nonviolent and non-destructive, and those uh-huh. those have rules. Uh-huh. When it's destructive and violates people's rights and murders and causes children to die, there's no rules necessary. The government doesn't need to get involved in that. Uh huh. Well, the people that violated it uh, violated the the rules of this rally were each mm-hmm. uh, cited for uh, five hundred dollars each of a fine. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you know, just just social distance, as GP said, just spread out over a larger area. Yes, we'll make it easier. And what's the difference between sitting down and standing up? Nothing. Well, well, no, that's not true. That's not true. Apparently, in California, if you sit down, they actually had a little chart. If you sit down, the virus knows to go over top of your head. Oh, I see. I see. So if you're in a restaurant, I, I, right, the virus knows to go over top of your head. And then if you stand up, of course, then then that's when you have to put, you know, a mask back on. Oh, right, then, right. Then because it, it floats at a certain level. Is yes. That, what, four yes. Feet? Right. And, you know, it's, while we're on and the subject. Four feet. So as it climbs elevation, yes. it still knows to maintain at least four feet from a yeah, surface. And, and, you know, while right. we're on the subject, yeah, while we're on the subject, you know, I, I had to turn off. Don't get it. Yeah, I had to turn off the, uh, the, the NASA presentation last night of the space thing because after I saw that it was successful and they actually got into a successful orbital insertion, after I saw mm-hmm. that. 
I thought, okay, well, I'll hang around for a couple of minutes and I'll watch some of the, uh, Bruce, you already know where I'm going with this. I'll hang around for a couple of minutes and I'll watch some of the comments, you know, commentary and things, you know, roundtable discussions that they have. And as soon as they cut away to the roundtable discussion, I saw everybody sitting at a desk with a plastic uh, guard in between each one of them that was maybe 18 inches by 18 inches. As you said, GP, like somehow it's mm. going to know that it's mm. it's not going to go past those barriers. And they're playing the part, right? They're like high-fiving each other on the glass and stuff like that. And I'm like, you people are idiots. You're absolute idiots for even entertaining this. When you genetically engineer a virus, it's already genetically engineered to know how to attack you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. My Where, God. Where's my logic? Johnny, yeah, you where, are so far behind. Where's my logic? You're absolutely right. Where's my logic? <laughs> okay. It knows uh, better. CNN's, it sees glass and it, yes, it just flees yes, in fear. That's true. That's true. CNN's Jake Tapper. You guys know Jake Tapper? Yeah, CNN. The Credible News Network. Yeah, CNN. You guys know Mm -hmm. CNN. Mm -hmm. Jake Tapper says that Christmas is probably not going to be possible this year. It's not going to be possible. So, I mean, we're we're just going to have to accept it. We we just have to take that for what it is. The CNN's host of uh, State of the Union, Jake Tapper, suggested during a Sunday interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, that Christmas is probably not going to be possible this year, as medical experts warned COVID-19 spikes caused by widespread indoor holiday gatherings. It was fine to go vote, right? That That was okay. The CDC even said, you can break quarantine. Even if you're infected, if you're if you're showing symptoms, that's fine. You can go vote. Well, then why do we need mail-in voting? Case numbers for COVID-19 continue to rise in several states across the country, tampering the hopes of millions of Americans in the upcoming holiday season. Dr. Fauci, of course, I mean, th- this guy, I, c- I can only I can only talk about how wonderful this guy's been through all this. H- how can one man be so destructive to a single nation? It's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, who serves as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That's actually not true. Uh, he's he's not the director, like the top guy. He's actually a director of a department, but he's not like the top guy. He said on Sunday on Jake Tapper's program, and I'm quoting here, he says um, that the public can't abandon fundamental public health measures, specifically social distancing and mask wearing. You can't approach a degree of normal while still doing some fundamental health things that synergize with the vaccine to get us back to normal. Well, why are they even touting the vaccine anyway? The CDC, Radcliffe, said uh, the, the, the mask is uh, more effective than any vaccine. So, I mean, why, why, why do we need a vaccine? Why don't we just, you know, continue wearing a mask? And- well, he goes on to say about the vaccine here, he says, I would recommend to people not to abandon all public health measures just because you've been vaccinated. Because even though for the general population, it might be 90 to 95 percent, which I think would probably be one of the most successful vaccines ever developed. You don't necessarily know for you how effective it is. You see, you see, you get a vaccine for it and then, well, no, see, that's not good enough now. That's not good enough. Now, this is the same guy that came up on stage a year ago and said the ultimate game changer here is going to be a vaccine. Well, according to this, it's not. So what's it going to be? GP, since you're in here, this is a good time to ask you. Since you, you know about <clears throat> this on. stuff. Go on, just ask you, a question. Okay. The percentages they're talking about with this, this 90% mm-hmm. for Pfizer, 94.5% mm-hmm. for Moderna, that's an awful high number for such a short period of time for, mm-hmm. it to, for an effective rate. That's a very high effectiveness rate compared mm-hmm. to, say, a flu vaccine that's only 40 to 45 percent, roughly, roughly, for the strains that they pick. So what makes this one so effective or is it? Because of the virus itself, your body. Let's, OK, here's how here's how they're doing it. And I already saw their 
I started reading up on how they're doing they're how they're getting their percentages. Say your body is 50% effective in fighting against the coronavirus, right? This vaccine gives you 45% more ability to be resistant. So they're piggybacking the numbers on it. I can't. They're piggybacking the numbers. I see what they're doing. They're not, they're not being, they're, they're, totally being deceptive. So they're they're banking on the fact they're taking our normal immune response yes, that we would have yes. and then and they're adding it adding to theirs. It. Okay. Yes, yeah. And by the way, have I don't know if you've noticed maybe you have noticed this because you look at these mm-hmm. things. I know Bruce that you know this. GP, did you know that the seasonal flu hasn't showed up yet this year? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> get him a shot. Get him a shot right now. Get get Moderna and Pfizer over there right now. The seasonal flu doesn't exist anymore because the coronavirus I've, ate I've it. I've noticed that. I've noticed that. The coronavirus ate it. <laughs> it did. The coronavirus, that was one of the things they didn't tell you about yet, is how hungry the coronavirus is. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just surging out of control. Yeah. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, You can't see, get the you, flu anymore. No, no. See, you guys are forgetting You can't even flu. die from car accidents anymore. That's Because true. apparently they're all coronavirus. True. That's true. See, but all these other causes of death, like the flu, for example, see, the flu is aware enough to know not to attack you when the coronavirus is here because it already knows you're dealing with a pandemic. So it's like, all right, we'll step back and let you guys deal with the pandemic before we, we come at you again. See, so yeah. it's just like the coronavirus, how, how COVID-19 is aware not to attack you uh, when you're below the, the, the four foot you know, range mm-hmm. there. They These talk, viruses, they? they talk it they, out. They, they, they commute. Yes, they, they, they they've worked it out. It out. Yes. Hold on, let me adjust my helmet. Okay. GP, you didn't hear about that? There was an article on CNN last week. They met at the bike rack. Yeah, outside of the oh, laboratory. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. They, they had a peace meeting. Did, they did. did. <laughs> at the World oh, Health Organization, man. they did. At yeah. the World Health Organization, yeah, did who allow a meeting between the two? They they talked about their differences. And they right did. now, it's COVID time. Yeah, yeah. So the other ones had to take a step back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flu is the, you know, has has a virus privilege. <laughs> virus privilege. Is that the dude that it's privilege? Yeah, that's right. It has privilege. All right. As yeah. as thrilling as this is, and as much as I would like to continue this, we are out of time this morning, so we are going to have to go. So we're talking some tech today. GP, I hope you can step in and join us for a little bit this afternoon. It'd be great to have yeah. you on there and get your take. But uh, thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.